0: recording in progress all right everybody welcome back we are going to be looking at region three for the ntt i am coach mcvicker joining with me is coach shaken blake from the fremont mighty tarzans how's it going blake not too bad how are you michael (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get started. We've got Region 3. So looking at Game 1, the one seed Duluth against uh, Savannah Monitors. Um, So Duluth, uh, you know, the team we all love to hate, rank currently second um, nationwide with a strength of schedule of 166. Looks like they had won their conference and won their conference tourney. In terms of stats, they are top 10 in too many things, but let's start from the top. Uh, um, Let's say they are number two in free throws attempted. They are number two in true shot percentage. They are number five in defensive true shot, Mm. number one in true shot margin, number Mm. one in rebounding margin, number one in assists. They have Matthew Sullivan, who is the top ranked game score player. uh, And they also have the number six ranked player in Sage blue. Um, They are number one in overall points, number one in point margin. Uh, And that's it as if that's not enough. Um, And the the defending champs and yes, defending champs three uh, NTT titles in the last, well, since season 21. Um, So that's Duluth Savannah monitors. They are currently ranked 121 uh, strength of schedule of 233. Looks like they won their conference conference 13 um, finished third in the tourney. Let's look at their overall stats. So we've got Savannah.
1: It looks like they uh, to win that regular season. They upset uh, Gulf shore. The last game of the regular season, they were tied going in but they upset
0: them last, last nice. second. So before I like the- to see it, CT. Um, okay. So they are number six in steals and then number eight in defensive points. And that's it. So definitely a defensive team. Blake, what are you seeing in these teams?
1: Um, I mean, I think we could talk plenty about Duluth and, uh, <laughs> you get, like you said, they have plenty of shooting, uh, a lot of true shot two, three players, over 60% in uh, the Sullivan and Sage. Um, mm-hmm. everyone can pass. Uh, Sage and Sully are Master Rebounders. Um, I mean, the loose good. I think we're all aware of that. <laughs> um, for Savannah, um, I mean, they led kind of by their sophomore and senior classes, which were their best. Um, Mitchell Robertson um, and Sulman get a lot of steals, um, and they pass pretty well as a team. Yeah, all Michael around. Robinson
0: and Sammons. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely got some, some passing there. Um, yeah. I mean, when you have Duluth getting the top ranked recruit in three different classes, it, you know, it's hard to, to pass that up. All three of those top ranked recruits are shooting over 60% true shot, uh, which is just insane. Um, is there any, is there any hope uh, for Savannah in this is in this game?
1: I mean, they are a defensive-minded team. Um, they, are. they are holding their teams down, uh, their opponents to sixty-two percent. While their strength central is low, who knows? Um, they could have a crazy good defense and slow down the number and number two-ranked team and the number one scoring offense.
0: Yeah, I mean that's what it's got to be, right? Because yeah. they're they're ranked what second? Uh, no, sixth in steals. So, Mm -hmm. they're currently ranked sixth in steals. um, And then, in terms of defensive points allowed, um, they're ranked eighth. So, uh, that's what they have to do is they because they're not going to win a shootout, right? (laughs) They're not going to win a shootout. And so, if they can maybe get, uh, and I mean, they're led by their seniors, Cordell Sammons and Michael Robinson. So, maybe you get Sage Blue and Matthew Sullivan into foul trouble. (laughs) Um, and then play defense on Isaiah Tippins and hopefully like two of your guys pop off with some good scoring games yeah you um, know that's that's what you'd have to look at mm-hmm. um, okay so that's that's game number one let's go to game number two so this is Plainview butt sniffers and Omaha audibles um, so let's look at plain view here plain view is ranked 31 with the 162 strength of schedule, uh, won their conference, won their conference tourney. In terms of stats, they are not top 10 in any statistical category. Um, and so let's go ahead on to uh, Omaha, quick overview of Omaha. Omaha is ranked 37th on the 217 Uh, Strength of schedule, they actually won their conference tourney to get in, probably would have gotten in on PR um, as well, but the the auto bid from winning the conference tourney is always nice to see Um, in terms of uh, statistical categories. Omaha is one, they have one, and that's rebound margin. So they are number seven in rebound margin. Um, they're grabbing a lot of rebounds, and their opponents are not. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake, what are, what are you seeing in these teams?
1: Uh, Plainfield, despite not being top ten in assists, which actually kind of surprises me, they seem to be uh, passing pretty well. I mean, they almost have twenty assists per game and only ten turnovers. So, I mean, as a team, two to one isn't terrible. Um, they got a two-headed attack, and Chris Montez and Curtis Hunts with. Uh, Alex Uda off the bench, um, which is kind of important to note that their bench player is scoring over 10 points per game. So.
0: Yeah, that is 13.9 points. Is a is a ton to mm-hmm. get off. Um, it's pretty interesting seeing the 1137 class uh, and only one freshman is playing. I remember mm-hmm. Cameron Westbrook. He was somebody I almost maxed myself. Um it's not doing maybe as much as I expected, um, but mm-hmm. obviously a, a solid player. Mm-hmm. Um, they they share the ball. There's not really anybody from Plainview that sticks out, right? Mm-hmm. Even in game yeah. four, they only have a, a couple of three players that are over 10 game score per game. Yep. Um, and so maybe it's, uh, you know, conference 26, just overall, let's take a look. Um how is conference 26 this year? Uh yeah, conference 26 isn't that great this year. They have three. Well, five of their eight teams are all 170 170 ranked or higher. Um, and then you have plain view, Austin, Grillos, and Lincoln, um, who are all solid teams. Um, but it looks like that that auto bid got them in. Um, mm-hmm. I know Plainview lost their. Their last uh, year seniors, um, yeah,
1: they were really good seniors, Brent, yeah, Brenton and Guyton. Oh, uh, somebody, yeah,
0: up. <laughs>
1: plain view. I will apologize. Um, I kind of stole Joseph Auburn from you, so <laughs> I thought you for sure were getting him. No chance about it, but sorry, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you
0: listen to this, <laughs> yeah. okay, so looking at their opponents, Omaha Audibles look like a couple of beasts. They yeah. have uh two 20-point scorers and mm-hmm. uh Eamon Lee and Steven Padilla. Mm-hmm. Uh and then their point guard averaging 10.8 assists to 1. 1.9 turnovers. I
1: mean, um, when you have two guys dropping 20 points per game, it's not as hard to get eleven assists almost, but I guess when yeah, when you don't
0: have anybody else who's passing, right? It's basically just him who's the one. Mm -hmm. But still, that's Mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Jesse Jesse uh, Culver, the point uh, power forward positions, got almost 11 rebounds per game, which is very high for yeah
0: uh, power forward. Yeah, so I mean, in terms of stat wise, I'm looking to see Omaha take this. But the Mm -hmm. one thing that I do want to point out is in terms of being tested. Uh, Omaha hasn't really been tested too much. Um, They've lost to San Antonio, San Antonio twice. Um, The only other, you know, notable wins are Norman who they beat all three times they played and then Arlington Blazers um, Mm -hmm. who they beat both times. But um, Mm -hmm. yeah, the first time was pretty close. So Mm -hmm. uh, we'll see the, the stats might be a bit inflated. Because mm-hmm. of that lower strength of schedule, and I mean, just looking at, you know, class ranking, you wouldn't think too much of the classes themselves, but they're mm-hmm. obviously shooting really well. I mean, mm-hmm. Stephen Padilla, twenty point nine points on sixty one percent true shot is, uh, with one point seven steals, is just yeah. what what a contributor. That's mm-hmm. that's awesome mm-hmm. to see. Okay, uh, so let's go ahead and move on to the next. Game so we have the four versus the thirteen uh, <laughs> a little, little close to the chest here we've got Carnegie Peanuts uh, against the Fremont Mighty Tarzans so let's real quick run over these so Carnegie ranked thirteen strength of schedule thirty four they won their conference tournament um oh sorry no they won their conference regular season lost the conference tournament. Looks to the last last game to Mont- Montpelier um, was oh was a defensive game. Um, they, in terms of st- stats, Carnegie Carnegie has one uh, top ten, and that is defensive three points allowed. So they are number two in defensive three points allowed or attempted. Um, so they're the player the teams that they're playing on are not shooting that much um then we look at fremont fremont of course is uh, (laughs) the team of yours truly shake and bake Uh uh, here uh currently ranked 49 with the 104 strength of schedule um they squeaked in on the pr run uh -hmm. they were fourth seed and finished fifth in the conference tourney um Let's look for you guys. Fremont statistical categories. You guys are number one in three points, uh, defensive three points uh, attempted Uh, number four in rebound margin. And then number eight in steals. Uh, So I will talk quick about Carnegie Mm -hmm. uh, and then I'll let you talk through your team. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Carnegie obviously is a, a really solid team, really solid program. Um, ranks class ranking here is really impressive led by their juniors, uh, who are, they're starting point guard, shooting guard, and small forward, uh, and Joseph Hill, uh, Jesus Butler and David Milton. Um, again, a team that I look at and no player in terms of stat wise really pops off, um, other than Joseph Hill, Joseph Hill is averaging yes. 17.5 points on decent shooting, good assist to turnover ratio with 1.8 steals Um, just a solid point guard. Uh, and then I remember Michael Blair and Roman Amos. Um, it looks like maybe a down year for them. Um, but overall they, they share the ball well and they're actually sharing minutes a lot as well. Peyton Wood, Woodruff. I don't, it looks like he shared the small forward position with David Milton a bit. I don't know where that came in, whether that was, end of season or it looks like the beginning of the season. So it looks like uh, their senior Peyton lost the position to their junior halfway through the season. Um, But yeah, so really solid team. Um, Well, yeah, I don't really have much more to say there. Fremont, uh, Blake, what do you, what do you got to say about yours?
1: Yeah. I mean, we're definitely led by uh, our official standout, Joseph Auburn. And Brendan Freeman. Um, Brendan Freeman has always been kind of the standalone shooter on our team. Uh, Auburn kind of came in and filled in uh, the JT void that we had that
0: was Mm -hmm. really large. Um, Justin, uh, Jonathan Thomas. For those who don't remember his, uh, oh yeah, sorry, graduated last last year. Yes,
1: Jonathan Thomas. Um, Yeah, we've been playing pretty well. We have uh, we upset um scottsdale by 30 the first game of the season which i don't know what exactly happened there um, because we haven't played that up to that par since and i wish we would have (laughs) but uh so i think we're riding significantly on that and um if we can keep that formula up i think we have a shot (laughs) um yeah yeah
0: uh, I mean, that I, I can tell you what happened is Brandon, Brandon Freeman and Joseph Auburn went for 34 points and 35 points, respectively. So <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, obviously, you're part of you know Conference 27, which is uh, this season and uh, maybe even last season as well, just a beast to get through. Um, you have us, Inglewood, Bakersfield, and Reno um, up in that northern side. You get a little bit of a break being on the south yes. side. Uh, So you don't have to play us twice, Um, but yeah. So other than that, uh, we'll, we'll have to see Um, Carnegie obviously is a bit more battle tested of a team, Um, but you guys both had really, really hard schedules. Um, Carnegie does have as well, a win against number seven Carbondale. Um, So we'll just have to see um we'll see how joseph auburn kind of shows up as a freshman see if he can handle the lights uh, mm-hmm. and go from there all right let's look at the next uh team next game here we've got the 5 uh against 12 seed so tallahassee chargers and denver cruisen cru Cru-s- Crusoe's name i never sure. really know how to say it, but okay uh so tallahassee chargers tallahassee chargers Uh, Currently ranked 18th on the 249 strength of schedule. Uh, They won their conference regular season. They won their tourney. Um, And then let's look at their stats. Tallahassee Chargers. So they are ranked number nine in three points attempted. Number... Uh, one in true shot percentage, so they they topped out Duluth there, number two in true shot margin, number nine in assists, number four in steals. Their August Augustus Webb, which looks to be their senior small forward, is currently ranked number seven um, in the overall player's game scored. And then they are number two in points, number two in point margin. Okay, Uh, and then looking at their opponents, Denver, and Crusoes, currently ranked forty-five on the five strength of schedule, eleven for seven on that. Uh, They won uh, their conference tourney with a uh, you know solid win over Aurora, Aspen, and Aberdeen um, to get them into the NTT. Currently, statistically, Denver does not have any top ten. Uh, statistical categories so um, Blake what are you seeing in these teams um
1: I think the points I think the one thing that really stands out to me is uh Denver's lack of rebounding Mm,
0: um yeah
1: they have an odd amount of their center and their power forward or have under seven rebounds per game Mm -hmm. um which is clearly low. Right. Yes, their backups have a few, um, like uh, Nora Barber Berber, um, has a few extra for short minutes, but that seems to be a little concerning to me. is um, a really good scoring team.
0: <laughs> Tallahassee I mean, it, just looks great. Just
1: yeah, I mean, that's just the way it is. So, um, I, yeah, I'm going to have to air on the side of Tallahassee, um, offensively reigning over here,
0: but mm-hmm. you never yeah. know. You never know. I mean, you have, uh, yeah, Tallahassee just looks great. You, you do have to caveat it, you know, really not a great, you know, strength of schedule. They do have mm-hmm. a loss to the currently ranked 207, Sumter, Maccabee, Tel Aviv. Um, mm-hmm. That is their only loss, but it was to a 207 ranked team. Um but other than that, they have some good solid wins. They won against number 14 Hot Springs, number 39 Sioux City. Um, I guess those are really the only two, those are the only two yeah. games that they that they played hard teams, but they did win them. Uh, so that yeah. is uh, a bit, you know, uh crediting their their statistical dominance right here. Um I will be interested to see how their stats transfer over to, um, the big lights. Uh, mm-hmm. I've, but I've questioned that every year and every year they seem to show up. Um, they seem <laughs> to at least win a couple games in the NTT. Uh, they got, they actually finished eight last year in the NTT, um, with losing their, they only really lost their senior. Well, all their seniors were playing a lot of minutes, um, back, back last year. They, they were the charging forward with the more or less uh, substitutionary um, strategy here with basically everybody averaging 20 minutes, uh, their their starters and their backups. So that was interesting. It worked for them. Um, mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. not doing it as much this season, um, but it's, it is pretty interesting. You have to talk about Augustus Webb, who's just a beast. Um, 22.6 points on 65% true shot, uh, overall their team is, I think, what was it? Number one in true shot percentage, or maybe number two, uh, behind, uh, Duluth. Duluth. No, they're number one, number one in true shot percentage, uh, in the league. So Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. that's definitely something to say. Yeah. (laughs) I, it's, it's interesting to talk about Denver. You have, Again, uh, Joseph Marie's, uh, they small forward, uh, six, seven, small forward coming with most of their points, 19.7 on 58% true shot. So really good, um, you know, true shot there as a small forward pulling down 6.1 rebounds. So mm-hmm. that's a lot of rebounds for a small forward.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's, what's helping a lot. Um, yeah. kind of the rebounding issues, I think. Yeah.
0: Um, so we'll, we'll really have to see, I mean, I take Tallahassee in this just because um, it doesn't look that Denver is a very defensive team and you're going up against the best shooting team in the country. Right. Yeah. So um, solely <laughs> yeah. on that, I, I take Tallahassee. Um, obviously there, there are some other reasons there, but I think those, those two things went for him. Okay. Next game. We have the number two seed, the two seed Flagstaff against the 15 seed, Greensboro. Um, Let's pull these off. So we've got Flagstaff currently ranked nine strength of schedule 72 and they're 15 and three right now. Um, They won their regular season won their conference tourney. Statistically, we are Flagstaff they are number 10 in defensive uh, free throws allowed and number eight in blocks. Um, those are the two that they have. Then looking at their opponents, Greensboro ranked 106, 12 for six on the 134 strength of schedule. Um, they won their conference tourney and that's mm-hmm. what got them into this. So mm-hmm. we love, love seeing that. notable.
1: With that, they upset number 21, Charlotte, and number 20, uh, 54 Norfolk on their way up. So you're yeah, the, the on a hot street.
0: beer drinkers, mm-hmm. which I have never seen that name why did I never see that <laughs> okay. I love that name wow that's awesome um so yeah really solid win especially over Charlotte Charlotte I'm pretty sure recently oh no they're in the conference turn uh they're in the the finals I thought that they had won the NTT but they're in the finals uh a couple of seasons ago. oh yeah season 24 they ranked they maybe lost to Duluth or was it Ithaca? Um, yeah, I think it was Ithaca that they lost to. Yep. Um, So really solid team. Uh, Did I get to, I don't think I got to Greensboro. Let's see. Greensboro. uh,
1: You didn't get to their top tens.
0: Okay. They are not in, don't have any top 10 statistical categories. So looking at Flagstaff and Greensboro, what are you seeing?
1: Uh, I'd say Brian Towns gets assist a uh, uh, support player of the year uh, with 10 rebounds, 5.6 yeah. assists, and three and almost four blocks. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing offensively,
0: but... I mean, 5.6 assists, that's yeah. some offense there. Well, I mean, yes, not points, but not but...
1: point-wise. Yeah. <laughs> 5.6 assists is a lot for a center. Um, mm-hmm. So that's always really good. Um, yeah, um... Greensboro I mean they've got um, a good um, defensive um, point guard with six assists and 1.7 steals um, and then two pretty good shooters and Wayne R- Renee has 4.2 assists too so um, yeah yeah
0: yeah really really solid teams um, Greensboro I'm honestly I wonder what's going on I, I would is there their conference hard? I mean, they do have Charlotte. Yeah, they have a decent conference um, and played some some really hard uh, mid season out of conference games in Aberdeen and Hot Springs. Mm-hmm. Um, they did beat Aberdeen. Uh, overall, I think they're playing pretty well. I think that they're maybe uh, ranked a little lower than what they should be 106. I agree. A bit low. Um, but uh, so I'll be interested to see how this goes. Flagstaff's Mm -hmm. obviously a a really solid program, really solid overall team seems pretty deep Um, as a team, as you can tell that they have been really kind of seeing how trying to struggle through to see who plays in the backup positions. It looks Mm -hmm. like, um, no, all their, all their players have at least played five games, um, which is more than my (laughs) NA players. have. (laughs) So, um, yeah, you got, you got to talk about Dominic McCall. Mm-hmm. Uh, 19 points, a really great shooting with 1.5 steals. Uh, like you said, Brian Town is, is a beast. Almost four blocks, 5.6 assists, 10 rebounds. Really solid player. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I love Daniel Hudson as well. 4.1 mm-hmm. assists to 1.8 turnovers. Yep. Uh, recent, decently good points. Really good free throw percentage, which is really what you like to see on a point guard. Uh, And then backing that up with 1.7 steals. Um, Love to see that overall their team percentages. Looks like they're a really decently good defensive team. Um, Flagstaff is they're keeping their opponents to 41% from the field uh, and 46% true shot. Um, So uh, I like Flagstaff. Flagstaff looks solid. I think that it's not a cakewalk. Um, yeah, that's what
1: I was going to say. I, I think this game is going to be a lot closer than it would you'd see in your you you would circle this one on your bracketology and be like this is a potential upset round. Yeah. Um, I think Greensboro is going to keep it pretty close. But yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Being Greensboro getting a 15 seed is I I think it's um I think they're going to play well for a 15. Um mm-hmm. but let's go ahead let's move to the next team. Uh, That's St. Ball Saints and San Francisco Golden Gators. So St. Ball Saints are ranked 26, uh, 14 and four on the 62 strength of schedule. Um, They came in on PR. So they were ranked number two in their conference and finished second to uh, Cleveland Crows. They actually lost to Cleveland Crows ranked 105 um to get into the NTT so Cleveland shout out there getting into the NTT on a big win there but Ooh. going back to St. Paul their statistical categories Let's see here St. Paul I'm not seeing anywhere on the top 10 um, so let's go ahead to San Francisco, ranked 40th, 14 and four on the 142 strength of schedule. Uh, we've got uh, looks like they came in on PR because they're yes. uh, number two in their conference regular season, number two in the conference tourney, losing to number eight, Scottsdale Sentinels, us, uh, yeah, Sentinels on a really solid game, 72 to 78. So, mm-hmm. um, gave them a, a run for their money. Um, Statistically, San Fran is, has one statistical, and that is turnovers per game, I believe, Oh. Mm. with nine. Yes, nine turnovers per game. So they are ranked eighth uh, in turnovers mm. per game uh, at nine turnovers. So that is their one statistical category that they're in the top ten. Blake, what are you seeing on these two teams?
1: Um, I see St. Paul, they had a, a- Good, they have four headed kind of scoring attack, um, putting up about almost uh, 79 points per game, which is pretty solid. Uh, Daniel Lake rebounds really well and adds some good passing. Um, San Fran, um, they have a kind of a short power forward in James Benn, but he plays really good defense. Um, I think what mm-hmm. is noticeable, no, noticeable, uh, notable. In their schedule is they blew out Scottsdale by 21 in the regular season, and then when they played them again in the conference tournament, they only lost by six. Wow, you're right. so they pretty close.
0: Yeah, it looks like uh, a pretty streaky game uh, mm-hmm. team because they they beat Scottsdale by 21, then two games later they lost to Honolulu by 20. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, pretty pretty streaky. Um, definitely some really solid wins. Some hard losses as well. Mm -hmm. So they're probably um, that probably goes to some foul troubles. What I would guess, Um, but taking a look. So I'll, I'll look at, at St. Paul here real quick, Daniel Lake. What a solid player. I mean, Mm -hmm. just all around, he's scoring, he's rebounding, he's passing, he's playing some defense and really not turning the ball over. Uh, And what I love to see only 1.7 fouls per game which Ooh. my my center can't stop fouling. So <laughs> that's a sight for uh, sore eyes. Um, other than that, you have, yeah, really solid scoring all around, and they have um, their backups um, putting up some points as well. So in Noah Weber, I think I remember um, Coach Blue talking about that uh, preseason, about having Noah Weber come off the bench with for some solid points
1: um eight points per game so yeah
0: so uh any other notable people here um yeah that's what i'm seeing there daniel lake is a beast uh so looking at san fran um yeah like you said um some really solid wins some rough losses they're led by their freshman class i mean and then their their senior anthony uh galvan mm-hmm. anthony galvan seems to be a pretty solid point guard and leading with points uh but really miguel sims very interesting miguel sims part of the 193 178 class but scoring the best on the team so 16 points on 58 percent true shot which is really solid um, to see uh yeah uh any other things here how, how are we thinking this game goes
1: I'm just I'm gonna I'll have to give this one to Santran. Okay. I that's wow. what I I just I really like that Scott stale um beat down and then a really yeah. close. Um I'll get probably say there was foul trouble um on the some of those tough losses, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna take a hot take. No uh Uh, no hard feelings uh blue (laughs) i know uh
0: yeah he's gonna gonna be coming at you he's gonna be
1: (laughs) we Um, already we already have a small rivalry that i don't didn't mean to have when i accidentally (laughs) beat him in the pntt twice So
0: Uh, yeah okay so let's go ahead move on before that gets any worse than it needs to (laughs) um (laughs) so the next game the Third seed Salem Renegades, number one, against 14 seed Newark Neon Lights. Um, Salem is currently ranked 10, 17, and one on the 143 strength of schedule. Uh, They won their conference regular season. They won their tourney statistically. They are, wow, they have a lot. Okay, so they are number five in defensive free throws allowed or attempted yeah allowed um number 10 in three point uh three point shots attempted yep uh number two in defensive true shooting number four in true shot margin number five in blocks number six in defensive points and then number seven in point margin Um, So really solid team looking there. I mean, magazine score wise, they have a really solid team there. Newark, they are ranked 76. They are 14 and four on the 246 strength of schedule. Uh, They came in uh, ranked second from the regular season, but won their conference tourney to get them into uh, the NTT um, with a solid win over Brunswick and then closing out on Hershey's. Hershey Colts there. The uh, Newark, statistically. Okay, Newark is number one in defensive free throws allowed. They are number nine in defensive true shot. They are number 10 in steals, number seven in blocks. They are number five in turnovers, number three in defensive points, uh, and that's it. So both teams having a lot uh, of, you know, notable statistical things. I think they both had yeah. seven uh, different top ten stats. Um, Blake, yeah. what are we seeing in these teams?
1: Um, I mean, Tanner Oken um, is just kind of menacing paint.
0: Uh, oh yeah, Tanner a lot of rebounds
1: and 4.4 blocks. Um, Charles Green might be a sh- kind of shorter end for a power forward, but he's great down in scoring, and he's playing some really good day. Um, their only loss, Salem, um, was to number 15 St. Lake, uh, and that was back two. And mm, um, just a so side note, Oaken had 10 blocks in that game.
0: <laughs> oh, my.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty nice. Um, New York, uh, New York, Neon on the other side of the ball. Um, I'll be playing against Polk and will be an interesting matchup because the, they get Lance Johnson, who's a 7 1 uh, center uh, with 10 rebounds and four blocks and 1.6 steals. Um, so that should be an interesting matchup, I think, right there. Uh, I know I think I was on Lance Johnson too. Uh, he was on my max list and lost yep. awesome no fun. Oh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, really solid teams here. Looks like they're both really solid defensive teams. Um, they both have an insane amount of blocks uh, being led by Lance Johnson and then Tanner O'Kane over on, on Salem. Um, I love looking at uh, Salem, Salem. I don't think I maxed Charles green or Tanner O'Kane, but they were definitely on my lists to be maxed. Uh, and so I'm glad to have some, you know, uh, assurance or, uh, you know, showing that like, okay, yeah, I was looking at really solid players. Uh, mm-hmm. These guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, they, yeah, Charles Green is leading uh, Salem on their uh, game score wise, 18 points on 59% true shot. We've talked enough about Tanner O'Kane. He's absolutely insane. Um, I believe it's kind of, I'm kind of in, interested that he's scoring less he was scoring 17 points uh in high school and 60 on 60 true shot um so i wonder if he could put up some more points uh but eventually oh even 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 if not he's a defensive and rebounding genius um and then lance johnson uh is awesome on this uh on the newark side newark um it's i was very surprised to hear all of those statistical top 10s um just looking at this team so they they definitely didn't they had one of the worst strength of schedules right um and lost a number of games here so lost to number 78 Jacksonville uh 126 Akron 124 Allen Allentown and then 136 Hershey uh all in the regular season so um but they had a had a solid win against Brunswick Uh, both in regular season and in the conference tourney. But those are the only two notable wins. So even with all of those statistical things, um, I still see Salem coming out on top on this one, um, Mm -hmm. looking towards, you know, Tanner and Charles, uh, but we'll see. Maybe, you know, Lance Johnson pulls it together and, you know, shuts them down. That is, you Mm -hmm. know, you're taking two inside scores and putting them up against one of a Seven-one defensive specialist, right? Yeah. So, we'll see how that goes.
1: Yeah, be interesting.
0: Okay, let's go ahead, Go ahead and move on to the last game of Region Three. This is six-seed Manassas Blood against eleven-seed Sioux City Slickers or Slickers, Slick Slicksters, Slicksters. Um, so, Manassas Blood currently ranked twenty-four. Uh, 14 and four on the one Oh nine strength of schedule. We all know that Manassas uh, coach Whalen loves to get as many games with Duluth and Carnegie and St. Paul as he can uh, on the, on the PNTT. Uh, so that's gonna, it's gonna hurt him a little bit, but he played super well beating both St. Paul and Carnegie uh, in the first few games. They're, uh, they're their out of conference games of the regular season. Um, so, they won their conference regular season, which is what brought them into the NTT. Probably would have made it on PR as well, but let's look statistically where they land. They do not have any top 10 uh, statistical categories. Probably part part of the reason, you know, uh, is a tough strength of schedule. Mm-hmm. City mm-hmm. Slicksters, uh, they're ranked 39 on the 45 strength of schedule, going 13 and five. Um, they got in via... PR because they were ranked second in their conference regular season, but then finished sixth um, overall in their uh, their conference tourney. So um, there's stats here. We've got number one in free throws attempted. So they're drawing a ton of fouls um, and fouls that matter, right? So they're drawing fouls at the hoop. Um, they are number five in true shot percentage and then number seven in points. Um, Blake, what are you seeing on these teams?
1: Um, Sioux city has not a single player under an assist per game. They all included their bench. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) That's just kind of a fun stat right there. Uh, (laughs) everybody has one assist per game at least. Um, so that's pretty does, notable that I uh, kind of fun. Um, pretty high-octane offense. I mean, yeah. yeah um so I kind of got there. Uh, Manassas, they were the PNTT champions, weren't they? Or- were they?
0: Oh, my. Am I missing this out? I'm sorry. Hold up.
1: Or did they lose to Duluth or something, something like that?
0: Uh, shoot. Who won?
1: I know they were the top. If anything.
0: I think uh, Salt, Lake. Salt Lake won.
1: Oh, Salt Lake won.
0: Never mind. Yeah. But. but it was, I believe. Yeah, it was. No, it was Reno. It was Reno and Salt Lake, uh, but Manassas won in the semifinals. Or sorry, uh, they, lo- they lost in the semifinals.
1: Oh, never mind them. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they,
0: they, made a, they made a really solid run.
1: They made a nice run. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they passed well too. Two very pass, pass heavy teams um, that both score well.
0: Um, yeah. I, got. I mean, looking at Manassas, I mean, Nathan Martin. Just a really solid player. 19.8 points on 65% true shot. Uh, Really, you know, solid passing to turnover ratio with some really solid steals. And then followed up by Cameron James with 2.3 steals per game uh, while also throwing down 15 points. Um, So really solid team um, led by that uh, senior class, those junior class as well, and then their, their sophomore point guard. Um, kind of, yeah, a bit of an oversized, except for the fact that Daniel Wright is a 6'8 power forward. Um, but they've got Ian White as a 6'9 small forward, which is, uh, we always love to see that height um, as much as we can. So uh, Manassas Blood, definitely a solid team. Uh, Sioux City, uh, not a team that I've looked at a ton, but I know uh, Skyler Wynn, is just yes. an absolute beast, right? So eighteen point six points, sixty six percent true shot, uh, following up with you know three point three assists to only and a less than one turnover. Um, maybe not the most defensive players, uh, but is I I'm assuming the the number one of that freshman eight and one class. Right? Yeah, so, if I
1: remember right, I think I was looking at him. He was supposed to come up with excellent plus. Athleticism or something mm, like that. Sure. So, um, I'm gonna I wonder say where that he might not is. have a lot of defense, but he's going to be with that athleticism. He's going to be spotty, and all of a sudden, might just completely shut you down one game. Right.
0: Yeah. So, um, really solid players there. Also, looking at their point guard, um, Damian Mitchell, uh, eleven points with seven point two assists to one point seven turnovers and one point five steals. Um, really solid players. Really, you kind of have to... Oh, I'm just realizing that Skylar Wynn is a power forward. Okay, so that those, yeah, blocks, those blocks make way more sense. Um, and then I'm now seeing Ethan Perkins. Okay, now, okay, this makes so much more sense. Um, <laughs> Ethan Perkins, yeah. Yeah, the double, the double shooting guard well. It's
1: kind of strange.
0: <laughs> yeah, the double shooting guard. Yeah, it's, it's throwing me off. Manuel with those three games is throwing him up there. Um, yeah. So Ethan Perkins and Skylar Wynn definitely is where this team kind of revolves around um, looking at that. Uh, yeah, I will just have to see. Um, Manassas looks like more of a defensive uh, focused team, really solid steals, really good, uh, you know, defensive, um, defensive field game percentage at 41 per, or sorry, yeah field field goal percentage at 41.3%. So um we'll see how their team really matches up to these power forward and and center sh- uh, shooters in Skyler Wynn and Ethan Perkins. Um yeah. So let's let's go ahead um take um let's take a look at overall let's look at this region. Um and see who we think goes forward. I mean, as much as I want <laughs> to root for your home, home team conference 27, uh, I, so I'll take uh, Duluth winning against Omaha. I think Omaha beats plain plain view. Yeah. I say, uh, I say, let's say Tallahassee beats Fremont. I'll, I'll take Fremont beating Carnegie in a, in a really solid game. Uh, if, uh, Freeman and Auburn can show up. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think Tallahassee wins that. I think Duluth beats Tallahassee, uh, and Duluth, uh, goes from there. And then, uh, let's see here. I say Flagstaff, uh, beats St. Paul. Um, so I I take St. Paul over San Fran. And then I would say Sioux city, um, in Salem, I would think Salem beats, Sioux City uh, just with uh, Charles Green and Tanner O'Kane um, mm-hmm. so then I would say Salem takes uh, Flagstaff and then Duluth beats Salem uh, to go to the the uh, final four
1: yeah I would love to say Tallahassee runs all the way to the final four but that if it wasn't Duluth that they were facing God dang! I, I, if it was another one seed, I maybe would give him a shot, but Duluth mm-hmm. is tough. That's just a tough draw. Yeah, that'd be that would be my upset special to run all the way through. But yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, so, uh any players that we want to keep our eyes on in this in this region?
1: Anybody from Duluth?
0: <laughs> Anybody from Duluth? Yeah, Tippin, Sage Blue, Matthew Sullivan, obviously. Um, especially <laughs> Matthew Sullivan, top number one player right now in the league yeah
1: uh, i guess this Reb from tallahassee um yeah yep. love to see him he's very high he's been good game mm-hmm. scorer all the way through so
0: yeah we've got the skyler win ethan perkins from sioux city that we just talked about mm-hmm. uh Brian Town are our, our all in you know support center mm-hmm. um might not be super of a flare but um you know it's a really solid player and then we mm-hmm. have um shoot where was it Salem yeah you've got Charles Green specifically Tanner O'Kane I think maybe he he unlocks here uh in the NTT um if not look at Charles Green uh to maybe make the plays for Salem there
1: perfect yeah cool and yeah
0: yep all right sweet well uh we'll be back for uh region four